And there you Oh, yeah. What? We got. I'm gonna, we start, go. I'm gonna start my video. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Oh, there oh, and look, go. look at. Hello. We got both videos working. The 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 Twitch uh, scene works perfectly. Um, let me see if I get this straight. The bald headed Dawson is Dave. Ah, you're the first person that's gotten that right, I think. And the bearded Dawson is Zane. That's right. Well, they both are pretty bearded. You're right. You're right. That's a good point. Welcome, boys. How you doing? Man, thanks for having us. We're doing great. Thanks. How we how we doing, guys? Uh, I am having a very uh, anxiety filled night. Stressful. I don't know if you guys are sports fans or, or baseball fans, but my team, the Red Sox, are playing tonight. Um, and it's it's pretty stressful. But we'll get through it. <laughs> I heard you say you still got the game on the head the headphones. Well, while we're doing this combo. Yeah, here it is. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The radio feed is here. The ESPN feed is there. I was gonna take it out because I was want to be professional, but then I was like, oh shit, I can't. They're up three nothing in the fourth inning, and I've had it in. Now I can't take it out. I just right, can't do right. it. Yeah, you're the guy in church that's. Screaming! They're cheaters! Fuck cheaters! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, I am. Um, I am. So if if I find it really distracting, um, I will take it out. Uh, I apologize in advance. Um, but that's We're, we'll just we'll just take over and start talking. It'll be yeah, fine, you guys are great, dinner. great talkers, <laughs> brother. Uh, um, I listened to your podcast, all three episodes. Oh well. <laughs> Before uh, we got canned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, "Mama, please don't listen" podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say, did your mom ever listen? Uh, uh no, I told her not to. She didn't. Yeah. She listens, uh, you know. Good, 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 mama. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're trying to still do toying with some ideas about it. You know, when the pandemic hit, everybody, yeah, uh, everyone did a podcast. You know, started something. So we were just like, what can we do that's different and i mean we still plan to do it just because it's you know fun to do but yeah man it was fun <laughs> i enjoyed it tremendously i got a ton out of it um did, did you get, get yeah, all right let me go with this one can you guys explain uh the man pond for everyone out there listening yeah dave, dave you want me to take this one uh That's i'll you. take it That's you. yeah no it's it's so if you ever watch the show rob and big they talk about it all the time yeah. Uh, where, you know, sometimes when you're a larger gentleman, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, and you have some bad Thai food or something, you know, you can, you can't really control what happens back there sometimes. So, uh, me being an innovative young lad that I was, I, you know, I put my, this is before the TV show, so I didn't steal the idea. Okay. Right. We were, we just had the same idea, but, um, no, I, I was like. I got to stop this leakage. You know, I can't have any leakage. So I need to prevent leakage, but I'm not plugging. I don't do the plug stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't, that, that, so I was just going to block and, you know, just, just prevent my pants from being stained. So and, I mean, and he ended up using it in a pro wrestling match as a kind of a spot. So he kept yeah. running to the bathroom legit and would come out with the toilet paper hanging out of his tights, sticking mm-hmm. to his boot. Yeah. Stuff like that to make people entertain, but it was a shoot. He was really 
shooting in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had to fold it up a couple of times, you know what I mean, and just just block the uh, the exit, you know what I mean. But I yeah. mean, yeah, it was it was a you got to do what you got to do whenever you're not trying to mess your pants up. You know, I think that's very marketable. I think it's uh, everyone everybody deals with that. Zane Pond. <laughs> Zane there you Pond. go. There you go. Yeah, Stephen. What's his name? Stephen P. New. Give me a trademarker. Whoever he's trademarking everybody nowadays. <laughs> right so everyone loves their trademarks that's right um you guys are twins i have two younger brothers that are twins and they came out of the womb fighting literally um they're seven seconds apart you two also came out of uh mama dawson fighting as well which one of you actually tried to kill the other when you came out of the womb hey uh let me let me tell the my version, and then you can go into the the whole deal about it. But I, I, I you mean the go? I can go into the truth. There? There's his version, and then there's the truth. I'm allegedly, <laughs> the one that rolled on top, and my umbilical cord mysteriously, not intentionally, got wrapped around his throat, and they had to cut us out, man. Jaws of life. They had to get us out of my mama real quick. But uh, it was me. I'm the culprit. I'm the guilty one. Oh. yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday, man. It was, it was, you know, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, no, it was right when she went into labor, man. He, 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 I guess just rolled on top and was like, I'm going out first. I'm getting out of this belly. So I don't know. Nobody. That's right. Um, I, re- I, I sort of related that because my first daughter, when she came out of my lovely wife, wow. wow. Why are we, t- now we talk about this? Yeah. The yes. umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck three times. And that's, that's wow. actually, I don't, yeah, that's one umbilical cord. It was wrapped around her neck three times, and I freaked the fuck out. I was like, shit, I can't even imagine yours around his. Dude, I was dying. Like, that's the reason they had to do it. They were like, oh, you're, one of your sons is yeah. dying yeah, right yeah. now. So, yeah. and I mean, I was like purple when I came out and everything. Yeah. Like, it was the legend has it if my umbilical legend has it if my umbilical cord wasn't around his throat he would be the older twin yeah yeah i'd be two hours older you know i, I calculated it so legend. Yeah. Some, some some top top class math there that's right i, I was a genius when i came out but i'm glad i'm glad it all worked out we're all laughing about it now but i'm sure it was a a, a scary situation and, and everyone is oh yeah is is fine and, and, and doing great. Um, oh yeah. So the little Dawson's growing up, um, like like the rest of us, I'm sure. Phenomenal wrestling fans. Oh, I yeah. mean, yeah, just like every you know, well, any little kid that gets exposed to it. it. I mean, we came up, man, in in the late '80s, as far as right when we started watching it. So we had that. Yeah. Is what we, you know, saw first was Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior and Big Boss Man and stuff like that. So those are the types of characters that we saw and immediately were like, oh my gosh, what is this? You know what I mean? So it was from the, yeah, from from what I can remember, I mean, we were always infatuated with wrestling. Oh, yeah. We had had every little Hasbro toy. We had every. Uh, plush little beat them, beat them buddy, or whatever the hell they were called back then. But what were they called? Yeah, uh, LJ. Let's see, late eighty nine. Yeah, LJNs. They had uh, all those Hasbros. I don't even remember what those buddies were called. I think they were just called 
wrestling buddies. buddies. Yeah. They have buddies or something like that. Yeah. Slam buddies. What were they? Ah, there we go. Slam buddies. Slam buddies. Um, yeah, everybody. Everyone. I've always said everybody either is or was a wrestling fan at one time. Uh, so you guys fit that bill for sure. Um, at a young age, uh, Dave, I'm going to ask you this. At a young age, uh, who was the heel between you two, you or, or, or your brother? Oh, man. We, uh, we were the heels of the family. We just tore every damn thing. We had a chance to get a hold off. But if, you, if you're going between the two of yeah, them, yeah. I mean, it depended on the day because we were, we were turning on each other, every swerving every, each, each other every damn day, bro. Was... So my younger brothers are twins, like I said, and they would do that. They would fight. They'd battle each other every day, all day. I don't think they ever got along, ever. But if you took them on, mm-hmm. then it was like they just turned. They were now your tag team champs, and they would take on whoever would challenge them. You don't mess with twins. I, you don't yeah. mess with twins. Period. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a bond that I mean I have never felt with anybody else. But we were the same way. Like we had an agreement. Hey, we ain't gonna hit each other in the face. Mm-hmm. But everything else was game. I mean, we put each other through our parents' walls. I mean, we tore everything up. But like you said, the once some somebody would come up and yeah. try to push up, push up, you know, one of us or something like that, it was over. We would turn on them and, ch- and jump. Like, I'm the only one that gets to beat on my brother like that. Nobody else, you know, so. So the young Dawsons um, with their wrestling buddies taking everybody on. Uh out of the blue, you guys come straight out of Santa Barbara to Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's a that's a culture shock. Mm, man, it was. I first, mean, we were yeah, we were seven, so seven. we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. To and you it like guys, a, it was just shit. I gotta move. Yeah, pack pack, pack everything up in a little U-Haul and jump in the back of the station. Like day five U-Haul, day. By the way. <laughs> Our pops, uh, shout out dad, Daddy Dawson, uh, built the damn trailer with his bare hands. That's right. Uh, and we, for five days, 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, we traveled across country at like seven years old, not knowing what a road trip was. Like, we never been on anything or took family vacations. It was, you know, it was yeah. normal, everyday life. And then they're like, hey, guess what? We're moving to Fayetteville. Oh. And I mean, we moved in with our aunt. And uncle and their kids, so it was like, and it, it was rough. It was a real culture shock. Maybe I should talk to somebody about this, you know? Like PTSD. Gosh, I'm like thinking of it now. Like this wasn't normal, but yeah, it was. It, it was crazy, but it was normal for us. You know what I mean? Like especially coming up. Yeah. When did you guys uh, you get there at seven? You guys are wrestling fans. Uh, you're getting in the middle school, high school, uh, attitude era time, I would say, if we're around the same time frame that I'm thinking. Yeah. When, when did it occur to you guys that maybe you wanted to get in the ring and wrestle? Well, I mean, we've always, we've always, we've like, like we were saying, uh, tried everything out on each other move wise and, and, you know, put my sister in the full Nelson and, and done a bunch of stuff. And we did the backyard stuff when we were young. Oh yeah. And 
and that's that's a whole you do a whole, whole episode on that. Uh, but uh, but then later on, you know, attitude era, like you said, high, middle school, high school, and stuff. We started. Uh, that's when you started to think about your future a little bit, I guess. And we had no other like at the time things that we wanted to do other than be pro wrestlers. So when we got the age, we found somebody that was horrible and didn't know what they were doing and taught us the terrible stuff that they knew. And we were just gone with them. And then one day uh, we've said that we've told this story on a couple of podcasts, but we were doing a show and drawing fans yeah. at, you know, school gyms and stuff. There were 100, 120 people at a show for some guys that didn't know nothing. And uh, then some real workers came in. Oh. And they, uh, they, um, they, you know, they heckled us and stuff, and they were working us, and we were getting worked by them, and we're the we wrestlers. We were getting pissed. I was <laughs> yeah. mad. They worked I you into a shoot. Yeah, they and, and, and they, they finally let us know, like, we could seriously hurt you guys if you don't, you know, get trained. We could literally come in here and 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 change this and turn this whole thing upside down and shut it down, pretty much. So that kind of gave us a kick in the butt to want to like really, really get into it and learn how to really do this instead of just throwing your friends through a damn door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it was like when the attitude era came along, I mean, cause you know, whenever you're growing up and kids are mean and you don't want to not look cool to your friends. So you kind of fall out of love of wrestling cause people think it's weird. But yeah. whenever we started seeing, you know, stone cold and stuff, flicking people off, it was, Oh my gosh. You know? So we were, we, we always wanted to stun people and, and, and rock bottom people. And like, you know, Hogan leg drop people, but and we were doing that like with this, like what Dave was talking about, and and we didn't know anything when these guys came up and pretty much put us in our place. It was like, man, now I really, really want to learn how to do this the right way. <laughs> like it was, it was a, it was a, you know, a shock. But but yeah, to answer the question, it was like around that time. That's yeah. whenever it was like we started seeing people that were interested in it also, and we were like, man, screw everybody. We love wrestling so we were we definitely tried to do it immediately definitely no black backup plan (laughs) um (laughs) i think i think i agree with you guys backyard wrestling is an entire show for one of these nights vanessa we're gonna do a backyard wrestling show we get people on like yourselves i know backyard pro up in canada they put on they do some legit filming they do the seasons it gets a bad rap but it, it shouldn't get a bad rap Right. And I mean, we were doing, we were trying to be the undertaker and Kane and stuff. Like we weren't trying to do light tubes or none of that stuff, which I'm not, you know, bashing or none of that stuff, but it wasn't like the, Hey, let's, let's see how much blood we can have. We were trying to do storylines and you know what I mean? And everybody you talk to nowadays, that's a pro wrestler tells you that that's where they all started. Now, now back in the day, it was frowned upon. You were a Mies arc if you did that, but now you're, you're, you're a, a, a pro wrestler if you started in the backyard. You yeah, know? now and now it's accepted to be a yeah. 14, 15-year-old kid to start being interested in going to these training facilities. And they're like, oh, come on, kid. Like, we didn't have nothing no. like that around. Like, it was. We're not allowed to. Right, right. And, and back then it was like, you're 15? Get out of here. You know what I mean? Come back when you're 18 kind of thing. But so once we immediately found something, we latched onto it. That's why we, he was saying we were doing those shows with the guys who were inexperienced because we were like wrestling, 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 you know? 
Trey G, Trey Gilbert opened the forbidden door to be indie icons for you guys. You know, to get started. He was an indie icon. He opened that door for you. What does that what does Trey Gilbert mean to you guys? Well, man, man, that's a great, great question. Like he's I, I can't really describe it, man. He 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 didn't know us from nothing. Yeah. You know, we were just some big out of shape kids and there was a couple other guys uh, uh with us that we all went as a group and without knowing anything just having one conversation with us he took a chance on us man and like that to me when when you're when you're selfless like that and you don't prejudge people like there's nothing you can say but like I'll never not have love for Trey G man he's like the he changed my life literally like, yeah, most and most wrestlers they you know they get trained and they have great relationships with their trainers and and give them all the credit and stuff like that. But we've we've gotten to move past just the trainer student level and like man, I mean he knows he hangs out with my my daughter and my daughter loves him and I hang we go and hang out at his house and swim in the pool and beat up his kids and do all kinds of stuff like it's it, he's he's family yeah, man and it's a love. Yeah. It's above the trainer level. Like he's another one that we're the only ones we can mess with him. Like anybody steps to him, it's on site, man. Like, yeah, and I mean, it was it was like just the fact. Like I said, he didn't have to, and he was like, you know what? I see something in these kids, and he he. We met him when we were seventeen, eighteen. So we learned how to be not. Our father taught us how to be a man, but like he showed us how to be a man out here and you know, in, yeah. in the streets kind of thing. So it was like, I mean, he, he did all that for nothing. You know, he didn't charge us a dime. Like we were wanting to pay. He didn't charge us a dime. He saw something in us and, and I'll never be able to repay him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I love those stories. That's why I wanted to ask that question because a lot of the people we've talked to on here, you get the names like the Trey Gilberts, like I, the Trey I've never heard of them, never heard of them. I hear people like yourselves speak so highly of them. And I'm just like, man, like there's like this under this, there's like this underworld in the wrestling. Like mm. he did, he took a chance and he saw something and it's just, it's great stuff. Yeah. And I mean, he had his own career going yeah. on too. So, to, so to pause that and then go over here and help five, six kids that, he that you know he's not even making money right, on. it's selfless it's it's right it just to me selfless. that's the type of human being that i'm i want to be you know what i mean so so yeah he he means the world to me like yeah and and dave also you know what i mean like it, he he's, he's that's that's why man. whenever we do get on these podcasts or anywhere or facebook <laughs> posts or twitter posts or anything we shout his name out to everybody just because like you said there's you know guys don't get the the recognition that they should you know he's he's a selfless guy that deserves to be shouted out from everybody but like you said there's and there's a ton of guys that are like that trainers that are great trainers that took chances on guys just like me and my brother that don't get the credit man shout out to y'all all y'all phenomenal <laughs> um something you guys said uh on on your own podcast you're like trey uh introduced you and put you around surrounded you with talent knowledge experience uh people like tracy smothers 
uh, people like George South, Rock and Roll Express, um, and that's that's smart. And 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 it just it that's like you said, Zane. That stuff you can't, you'll never, you can't repay that. That's priceless. Yeah, especially now looking back, and you know, rest in peace. A lot of these guys yeah. have passed on. Yeah, Bobby and Eaton. Yeah, man, Bobby Eaton. Yeah. Rest in peace, Tracy Smothers. Rest in peace. There's so many that that. Yeah. And 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 we look back on it, and we didn't take it for granted because we, you know, <laughs> these guys are old school. So you're if you're there, you you better yeah, be yeah. listening. But but it was like we were wanted to soak everything up like sponges, you know. So, but being around those, and then looking back now, and it's like, oh man, like we were literally in the ring with Bobby Eaton and Dennis yeah. Condry, the, the Midnight ori- Express, the original. Uh, the original like and looking back on it i'm like man we were in multiple matches with these guys in a little podunk town in clinton north carolina you know what i mean just killing it and wrestling and just learning from these guys same thing with like the rock and roll express and george south and and larry zabisco i mean who gets to hang out with larry zabisco you know we 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 were around a multiple story about all that is that's how we learned how to do punches was one day we did a big legend show it's how we learned how to throw our punches we did a big legend show and then the next day we were doing training with smothers and george south and ricky morton we're super excited get there and what the ring boards were wet all wet right yeah it was something so we lay the canvas out on the grass and we're we're waiting to learn from right. the, the bits you know and and uh they say well uh we can't we ain't got no ring for you to train in so practice your punches on this brick wall over here and how, we're like how do you practice that and he's like try not to cut your damn knuckles up so literally that's how we were we were practicing punches on a brick wall in front of ricky morton tracy smothers and works out crazy in, in clinton north carolina and I mean, who knows how much of that was just carny stuff that they were laughing at? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. hey, look at the, let's watch these kids bloody their knuckles. Like, this would be funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it was, it was one of the things where they were like, we ain't setting the ring up. Come on, we want to teach you guys like the ins and outs of of, of the work, you know, of, of what it comes to be a wrestler. But like, it all that to me is is mind blowing. Whenever I think back on it, man, because. It, it was so special, especially now. Like, I mean, to have the Midnight Express, like, give, you know, give us a standing ovation when we got done with a wrestling match against two guys, you know, two of our other buddies. It wasn't on TV. It wasn't even being filmed, I don't think. And they're, you know, just they were teaching us. They taught us how to do this, you know. So it, it, it's great, man. That's, even if it was some carny shit. <laughs> And we didn't scuff up. Oh our yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! We quit That's punching so the wall real fast. <laughs> you learned how to throw a punch real, real quick, real fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, the first time I ever saw you guys was on NWA, and I think that was before this whole shutdown. Yeah. Uh, if that feels so long ago, it's unreal, oh. unbelievable. Um. What was that experience like in the NWA? You guys wrestled. Was it the Rock and Roll Express in NWA, or at least <clears throat> we wrestled them Friday? You did wrestle <laughs> like them Friday at Throwdown in G Town. That's right. Yeah, 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 but we were we were around them in uh, NWA. But we didn't get a chance to work with them in NWA. We wrestled um, Eddie Kingston and Homicide oh, a bunch. Right. Yep. Uh, Storm Eli Drake or LA Knight now. I don't yeah. know how everybody goes yeah. by that, but uh we got to work with uh 
We have some up and comer guys that are doing real good now on NWA Mims. We got to work with him. Okay. Uh, yeah. The old big strong boy. Um, That's right. We got to work but, with the bouncers and big old boys. Oh too. yeah, friends of the show. Good. Yeah, yeah. We got, to, we got to, um, we got to step in the ring with each other and and beat the crap out of each other and shoot <laughs> like each other in a <laughs> NWA ring. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it right? brought it brought for, full circle. You know what I mean? It was like our our first quote unquote match we had was against each other, and then the you know one of the last ones we had for NWA was against each other. So I I had that um, written down. The greatest match I ever saw was a uh, nightmare. With K and oh, wow. uh, uh, what was the, what was the other guy's name? It was uh, Bla- Blaze. Yeah, Blaze and Nightmare. I heard, I heard that. I heard that. Because we ain't nervous like that. Daniel Messina is the only one with a copy. So unless you talk to him, nah. Dan- oh, yeah, Dan- Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. That's Daniel. Yeah. yeah, that's Daniel. That's Daniel. I, I tell you what, commercial. you I I loved your guys' pod. It was it was I loved uh, your podcast. So if you ever get the chance to do another episode here or there, I highly recommend it because you guys, first of all, you love to talk. You got great stories. You're entertaining. Uh, you're real, and I I loved it. Why too? Them characters were day of the podcast. <laughs> they were like, hey, let's come up with a character commercial. Well, because I was like, hey, you know, I was doing it on Anchor, and I know they wanted me to film like, a, or they wanted me to record mm-hmm. like an Anchor commercial. So I'm yep. like, dude, why don't I just do? Why don't we just do our own commercials and plug them in? Like, yeah, we're doing yeah. this. they're great. And we just started coming up with random stuff. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Pappy's. <laughs> It's yeah, Pappy's beard butter. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Creamy beard butter. Uh, you need a used car, used new, old, uh, left behind. Go to McCreegery's Auto. <laughs> need all good credit, no credit, bad credit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it was yeah. great stuff. I I do. I know that Anchor wants you to cut their goddamn Anchor Pro. I did one. I did it with my Macho Man, Randy Savage impression. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, why not? Right, like right in. yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Oh, it's fun stuff. So, so yeah, so Rock and Roll Express at Throwdown in G Town this past uh, what weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on Friday, man. It was uh, in a huge ball field that they have in uh, Gastonia, North Carolina. It was like mm-hmm. the first sporting event that they had. It was a brand new stadium, and I mean, we packed it out. It was there was a bunch of people there, and they were. They were hot for some rock and roll, boy. But we beat them up real good. <laughs> yeah, they deserve a beating. Yeah, they right. can take a beating, too, Brian. Making me punch a brick wall, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? I'm coming right. for you, Ricky Morton. Uh, <laughs> 20 speak, years in the making. <laughs> full circle. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Rock and Roll Express, they're known for their hot tags. Everybody knows that. They they, they define the hot tag by the Rock and Roll Express. Uh if the Dawsons were going to make a hot tag, who who is tagging who? Oh man, that I would think... that would imply that we are babyface, which would that, hey, <laughs> see, you're reading my show notes. It's leading to leading to the next question. Yeah. Uh, um. Well, I would say since Dave has more experience of being a babyface because he's had a couple, probably four or five babyface runs in his career. Yeah. That's right. 
you gotta have a you gotta have a comeback real fast whenever I whenever I turn on you every other month. But no, nah, <laughs> I, I think Dave would get the hot tag. He 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 comes in and does the yeah baby and gets him going and uh he'll he'll start throwing yeah, drop kicks. I'm, I'm Robert. I'm I'm old I'm old Hizu and, and old there you go. There. Yeah, there you go. I'm punky. I'm I'm taking the heat. I'm doing the Ricky Morton crawl <laughs> to the ropes. You know what I mean? I'm doing yeah. the crawl to the ropes. Help me, fans. I mean, come on. I'm the one that don't want to do nothing. Just yeah. stands there, waits for the hot tag. Hey, look, I'll get I'll get you in a full Nelson, okay? No, no, I'm doing no kick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Dave would definitely be in there uh, doing doing the uh, hot tag. I'm a cheerleader, brother. There you go. Um, so that does lead lead me to my next question. Um, everything I've watched of you guys, you had always been heels, 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 heels. You guys are babyface now. You you guys are lovable. Yeah, I mean, we when we were, you know, when the pandemic hit, it forced a lot of people to do a lot of things. Yeah. You know? And one thing that it forced me and my brother to do was do a lot of self-reflection. And and it was, you know, we, we had to realize that we aren't mad at anybody. You know what I mean? Like, we what, what we got to be mad about? And and wrestlers, like, the stuff you did a year ago to me in the wrestling ring, like, I'm not upset with you anymore. So we had to be a baby face because what we got to be mad about? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but right when wrestling came back, we turned full-blown heel again. So, right, I mean, it's back, it's back to being bitter old, you know, uh, grizzled guys. So Hating everybody. Yeah, for about six months, we had to turn baby face, sell some T-shirts, you know? Yeah. Book the Dawson's turn, turn, turn day face hashtag book, book the Dawson's forgot to push. Yeah. That every, every booking that we do were baby faces and we turn heel when we walk out the curtain. <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just picturing, uh, I'm picturing Zane doing the, the crawl across the. Oh man, it's glorious. We actually have, there is a couple baby face matches. If you go do your searching, right. Uh, you yeah. can find them out there. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing the, I do the Ricky roll in one of them. I think he does, That's he's, a, he's boogie woogie man. He does the boogie <laughs> knees. He does it all. Mm-hmm. I, do, I actually do some, uh, some, some young boy, young lion rolls. Yeah. He's trying to dive on people. And so I told him, I said, Dave, listen, Dave, we don't, we're not young anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, He's like, no, nah, I can cut this tope, man. I, I promise I can get it. I like, okay, it. man. Yeah. Oh, man. What What do you think Bert uh, Brewington is doing these days? I don't know. Probably shit himself. Or excuse my language. Dude, you're fine. Okay, he yeah. probably honestly is like running his daddy's oil company or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if, if man, I should look him up. No, man, no. Listen, he's he he. I'm sure he's changed his life or whatever the case after, may have been after the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure, man, or after that ass whooping you gave him in, in high school. But hopefully, it was then because, like, I mean, there's crappy people in the world. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, I'm not opposed to giving them what they deserve whenever it comes to correction you know what i mean so if you ask for it you if might. he wants it like come on bert yeah, just 20 years ago yeah. bert brewington and, and jackson tag team and versus the dawson's that, that's, that's what it was let's do it 
man. I told I I fell in love with that podcast. Listen, I listen. I loved them. I wanted more. It was bring great. It back just yeah. Yes, there just, you go. We'll bring just it back. yeah. Just can you after first, yeah after the show tonight, you two just record something for like thirty minutes, send it to me. Yeah, directly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll be fine. That'll work. <laughs> I mean, there, there's like Ricky Morton taking a shit in a in a demo toilet. I mean, you don't Dude. get any better than that. All of it, all of it is true too. That's the thing. People get on these podcasts and they like to wizard everybody. Yeah, yeah. Look, he we really ha- there. Yeah, I, we have so so many stories like that. Like, that, there's that so many care either. Like, you yeah, got, you got. Brother, I got a cookware story that will blow your effing mind apart. Dude. <laughs> it's crazy. It's we got crazy. a story about Tracy Smothers cussing people out at Golden Corral. Oh, man. <laughs> Golden eating a steak Corral. with ketchup on it. You know, while he's <laughs> cutting a steak up. Like, it's just Answering crazy people. story. Who, who the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's just, we have so many Showing us young boys what, uh, you know, these big superstars have to deal with. On and I mean, I don't know if I'm speaking for them or not, but they might have looked at these little shows we were on as like little carny, you know, mud shows and been like, let's just go have fun with these kids. Yeah. And maybe that's the rock and roll express we got. Maybe that's the Tracy Smothers we got, but I love that. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. I, but we have so many stories like that. And that's why we were thinking about coming up with that style of podcast because we have endless, you know, and yeah. we could, we could go back and forth. I mean, we have 30 some odd years of being twin brothers always around each other from since birth. So we have plenty of content, you know what I mean? Yeah. When it comes to, to that stuff, but, but yeah, man, we got so many stories about those guys. Oh man. It just makes me laugh. Make me want to bring that thing back now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, good stuff. Um, well, Dawson's, we are nearing the end of the show. Um, I've plugged all your stuff in the chat tonight. You know, your 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 Twitters. You got the Zane Dawson on Twitter and Instagram. You got Dawson Brand PW on both as well, and ProWrestlingTees dot com slash Dawson's Shop. My favorite shirt is like the picture of your guys' faces. Kind of looks like skull faces, sort of. Says Zane and Dave underneath, and I think Dawson Brothers around the top. Oh, it's a new one, yeah, the yeah. new one that we just put up. Yeah. And I like it in white. Yes, white on black. See, Dave, I told you the white will go. Mike Tyson, Jim, Ollie, Jim. That's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. That's the that's the the feeling. Um, but what I like to do at the end of every show is I'm going to give you guys the mic. Um, you guys can say whatever you want. You can put over anything you want. You can bear anyone you want. You can let us know anything. Uh, I'm not going to interrupt, and uh, the floor is yours, my friends. First of all, let me go start because you can you got the, you can bury whoever. Um, I just want to thank y'all for for having us on, man. Yeah. Putting us over, guys and gals and cast and crew for having us on, man. It's honestly this has for me been probably one of the most fun podcasts I've been a part of, man. For for somebody to pay attention that much to us, it makes me feel good. And uh, I appreciate it, man. And fuck everybody else. So go ahead. There you go. Dave, Dave you took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was going to um, Nah, man, same thing. We appreciate it. I mean, if, if this is the chance for um, us to tell people what they should do, just YouTube us, man. Like, we're, we're, we're not 
we ain't been doing this for two weeks. We've been wrestling for 18 plus years. We have plenty of experience. And I mean, just being able to get on here and talk to you about the old school stuff and me not feel like we're talking to some, you know, it, it's refreshing. So, I mean, man, I, we appreciate everything, but go follow us, go get a t-shirt, man. And we'll spit in your kid's face when we see you at a show. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much where it comes from. I'm trying to make kids cry. That's my goal. Like Dave may be going out trying to have a good match or whatever like that. I'm just like, if I can make one kid cry, I'm good. There you go. No, and 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 if if this is a a, a place to plug or yeah. or shout or call anything. anything out, like we ain't signed nowhere, we're not held down by anywhere. If anybody wants to book the Dawsons, all you have to do is go to book the Dawsons at Gmail, and we uh, we offer a very different uh, approach on pro wrestling, and it's old school mixed with new school, but we have our own style also and it's 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 us and if you want that style you just you hit us up man you know where to find us and we're- yeah and i mean if you want to book us to fight if you want to book us for a birthday party i'll come fight somebody for money i don't care you know what i'm saying like we ain't beat up hide- the plane at your kid's birthday we don't give yeah a like we'll come we'll come to your birthday party i'll big boot the clown give him a choke <laughs> slam get you know what i'm saying and we'll leave you know we're I'll not a, baby we're- face and then we'll yeah. you know yeah, yeah. we got <laughs> we do it all. We do it all. We can juggle. We can damn, you know. Yeah, I breathe fire, even though I got this huge beard. Uh, Shakespeare. You saw us on damn NWA doing Shakespeare, brother. If that don't tell you nothing, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. My two younger brothers, twins, they need an ass whooping. They have a twin Dude. versus twin match. Dude. You guys, you guys are wrestling in August in New York, right? All day, yeah. yeah. All day. I love the thumbnail. Love the thumbnail of us. <laughs> yeah. Little kids with my chicklets. Yeah, right? <laughs> Bust them up. Um, anyways, Dawson, you guys you guys uh, truly are just two great humans, uh, entertaining, fun to talk, easy to talk to, which makes my job easier, job easier. Um, and you're welcome back anytime. You need to plug a show, you want to plug a show, or just come talk about fucking whatever. I don't care. Awesome, man. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. And we'll come back on the backyard show, man. We got plenty of fireworks. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Got caught on fire for real. Awesome. (laughs) Zane, Dave, go have yourself a a wonderful rest of the night or whatever you you need to do, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank awesome, you, guys. Look the damn doll sale. <laughs> Peace. Thanks. Awesome. Oh, great stuff. <laughs>